0: you thankful for that name today there's no other name there's no other name that can heal no other name that can save aren't you thankful you know him today oh thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord I want to welcome everybody out to service this morning aren't you thankful for the spirit of god that you feel in this place today already thank you jesus We're going to go before the Lord in prayer today. If you have a need, if you know somebody that has a need, if you have a need yourself, just signify it by raising your hand. You know God knows. If you want to share it with somebody and you're comfortable, lean over and share it with them. Have them help you pray. The Bible says we're two or three. If we come together, if we start learning and doing what the Bible tells us to do, you'd be amazed what God will do. Come together and let's agree on these things. It's been on my heart this morning. It's Palm Sunday. Y'all know that? It's a special day. It's a very special day. All those folks, as Jesus was walking into Jerusalem, they were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna means heal, save. They were crying all those things, and we can cry that today as well, can't we? We can say, God, heal, save, Lord. Today, heal us, God. But we've got a little bit better perspective than just Hosanna because we know him as Emmanuel. They didn't fully know who they were talking to, I don't think, that day. They didn't have it up here the way we got it because he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. And you know that when he's with you, things are bound to happen. They're just bound to happen today. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we love you, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, that we know you today, God, as Hosanna. God, and we know you as Emmanuel. God, that you've stepped into every situation, Heavenly Father, in our lives. God, we pray, Lord Jesus, we would continue, Lord Jesus, to have you in those places. God, I pray that you would touch this service today. God, I ask that you would move, Lord, on the music, on the singers, the musicians. God, touch Bishop today, Heavenly Father, as he speaks. God, I pray that your anointing would fall in this place. God, not what we want, Lord Jesus, not what we have in mind, God, or what we have set to do today, Lord God, but what you have set to do in this place. God, feel free to mess it up. Feel free to mess, God, whatever we have set in our mind today up do God what you need to do in this place God we bow our wills before you today God have your way in this place God we thank you and we love you and we praise you God God have your way thank you Lord thank you Jesus can you just raise your hands for a moment oh tell him you love him today he's here he's here today in this place God we love you in this house Oh, God, your children are here to worship you, Lord. We're here to hear your word, Lord Jesus. We need it today, God. God, I need to hear from you. Oh, God, we need you so badly in this day and in this hour, worse than ever before. God, we need to hear from you. Guide us today in this place. Oh, and we will give you, God, all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Oh, we love you, Lord. Oh, God, and we ask it in Jesus' mighty name. And the church said, amen and amen. If I could have a couple ushers come up, we're going to praise God by giving today. We are still working on our card swipe, just so everybody knows. Um, If you do want to pay with a card, we would ask that you go to the church's website. It's heritagemuncie.org. And there's a give tab there if you want to do it that way. We hope to have that fixed and completely and up and running and everything good by this week. Praise God. As far as announcements go, prayer Tuesdays at 11 and Thursdays at 6. Let's keep coming out. It's been good. We've been having a good turnout and it's showing. It's showing in every part, it's showing in every single part of our services. Today's Palm Sunday, we already said that. What's next Sunday? It's Easter Sunday. We've got some some amazing flyers out in the foyer, if you will. Grab one of those. Actually, grab a couple of them. Give them to somebody. Get them here. It's just like what Brother Derek was talking about. We can plant just the smallest thing. You can give just a little card to somebody and watch what God will do with it. They'll throw it on their table, forget about it, and they'll see it maybe on Saturday. Come to the house of God, and when God gets you, you never know what's going to happen. Speaking of Easter, next Sunday, we're going to have an egg hunt for the kids. It's going to be a great time, y'all. It's, it's the same thing we do every Easter. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blessed day. So invite everybody out. Let's pray over our offering today. Amen. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we pray that you touch this offering. Bless it, God. God, we ask that you'd multiply it. God, use it for your glory, for your purpose. And we ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Bring your offering today. God. Once you're through giving, you can be seated this morning. We have something a little special today, I hear. Brother Steve, if you would come on up. Who loves Brother Pontius? I don't know. I'm so used to calling him Brother Steve, I forget their last name half the time. They're. It's that whole brother sister thing, but he's he's truly like family to me. We we just love him. They're in every part of our lives. Praise the Lord
1: with him. Amen. Today is an awesome day. So uh, many of you might know that my my dad was uh, diagnosed with bladder cancer, and it's going to give you a little bit of history on that. We got a it, it kind of started with a uh, I mean, dad knew he had something going on, and we have a close family friend. She's pretty savvy to the medical field. And she told me back in January when I had COVID, because I was talking to her a little bit then, uh, she told me, said, she said, I think your dad has bladder cancer back in January. And dad finally went to the doctor and, and uh, they needed to do a scope. So they did. And that was, I think, three weeks ago. And later on that week, uh, he called dad and, and told him, he said, you have an aggressive form of bladder cancer. In that scope, that first time, Sister Laura it was painful for him. It was bad, and he said the next time is going to be worse because he said he explained to him that there's four layers of muscle tissue to the bladder wall. He said I've got to go in and see how deep it is, so I've got to cut deep to find out how deep the cancer is to know whether we can treat it or not. And it's bad news, and and. Dad still kept on having his problems, and uh, and we, we prayed for him. We kept praying for him. And I, a couple weeks ago, I was over here, and I kept asking God to give him a miracle. And God told me, the miracle, not just a miracle, but the miracle. It is the miracle. And I prayed for it. And I kept reading in the scripture, you know, uh, It's it's up to us. You've got to use the power in that name. I don't I don't I don't have a great secret here. I don't have it all figured out. I don't. I know something worked. And 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 in the even last week, uh, my, my brother saw this. Dad was getting jaundiced, and I seen jaundice in my mother. And I know what that is. It's kind of like this. It's when uh, they went to Jesus and said, Lazarus is sick unto death. But Jesus was four days, I believe it was, of getting to him. And he died. And they said, He stinks. And that scripture came to me when I saw that yellowing, that jaundice on Dad. Your miracle stinks. It's smelling already. And he had his appointment Thursday to go back in for that, that second one. And uh, it seemed like it took forever. But, he, but uh, when they finally took him back, I don't think it was 45 minutes past, and Dr. Kim came back and, and uh, for the consultation, and he started telling me a couple of things. I said, just a minute, I want to call my brother because I, I want a second set of ears on this. I don't, I don't pick up everything. I don't. So I wanted John, my brother, to be part of the, the, the consultation, and he was. Dr. Kim said that he had, they went in, and he said there was a constriction, which is basically a restriction that was giving Dad trouble, had trouble peeing. But he, he said, I fixed that. And he said there was a couple spots, one on the front bladder wall and one on the back. He said, I took those off, but uh, we'll send him in for biopsy, but he should be fine. And we were like, so what's next? He's like, we should be done, unless he has other kind of problems. Like, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I said, so you're saying dad doesn't have bladder cancer? He said, no. He just had those couple spots We just removed them and should be fine. And my brother on the phone, a minute later, he said, so you're telling us that dad does not have bladder cancer? He said, no, he's fine. And I, I shared it with Brother Adam. I said, I felt like those idiots that were praying for Paul and Silas when they got thrown in jail. Yeah, the earthquake came, the angel came. They saved the jailer's family, and they go back to, to their buddies, Tell them that they're, that they're at the door, and they don't even open the door because they think it's they're a ghost or an angel or something. They, only, they can't believe it, their miracle came. Thank yes, you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like that. <laughs> and and it, I called my other brother, I talked to John again. I called Zach and I called Haley. And I called Sister Laura because I said after, I just, I felt like I wanted to tell mom, but you know, my mom, mom's already passed. So I called my spiritual mom. <laughs> I appreciate you, Sister Laura. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. But uh, it, it's funny, Brother Derek, you're talking about the weeds that spring up. In this, this same uh, uh, friend of the family, uh, we we love and we respect her, we do. She's the one that told me, you know, back in January, said, your dad has bladder cancer. And that later on, uh, we, we got home. And I think she was one of the first ones dad called, and she answered and just made just a couple words of small talk. And dad goes, "I think I got a miracle." She's like, "What do you mean?" She said, "He goes, "I don't have cancer. I don't have bladder cancer." and And you could just hear it, the silence from her, and silence of disbelief and And he he spoke again about it. he said, I, "They went in and the there's nothing there." he said, i'm "I'm clear." And she told him about her reaction to the COVID vaccine shot. She had a bad reaction to it. And then she talked about her neighbors. And then she talked about some people that's renting off of them that got married. but They want to get married, blah, blah, blah. And and finally, I pulled her back in. I said, Iris, I said, uh, three weeks ago, they told dad he had bladder cancer. It was an aggressive form of cancer. They told him that this procedure, they would have to go in deep. That they're going to have to cut deep, and it was going to be a painful thing. And and, and I said, but today he doesn't have it. I said, what is that? Well, they must have got the pathology report wrong. Brother Derek, you got to pull those weeds. I'm sorry, brother, but you've got to pull some weeds. That same friend of the family told me he had bladder cancer. She told me. She didn't do a scope. She didn't do a biopsy. She didn't do any of that. She knew what she was looking at. She knew it. And she believed that first report until we get the report from Thursday. Then all that went away, I guess. <laughs> but you got to pull those weeds. And I told Dad that. I said, God gave you a miracle. You know it. <laughs> I, 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 I just can't believe it. I, I do believe it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that.
0: Oh, come on, somebody. The blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We give so much clout to the bad stuff. We believe that stuff so easily, don't we? But when God steps in and he says, no, no, not my baby. You ain't going to mess with my kids. Woo, thank you, Jesus. If we could all stand this morning. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Woo, thank you, Lord. My God. It's not just a miracle. I love that, Brother Steve. It's not just a miracle. God does miracles every single day. But there's some of us that needs the miracle. I need a specific thing in my life that I can't fix by myself. And my God, if you God, if you just step in, you can cause the miracle to happen for me. God is no respecter. Know that today. Somebody get your faith and rise it up to me, God. He's not a respecter of person. If he'll do it for one, he'll do it for another. Praise and worship God today. Oh, come here. Yes, brother Steve.
1: I just want to pull another weed. Because when I started sharing this with a few people, the bad news, they said, "Well, it's not necessarily a death, a death sentence. They can, they can remove the bladder, and they can make a new one out of some of the small intestine or some something like that." And I'm, I'm starting to take a little comfort in that, you know. But then it, it wasn't very long into the day. I'm thinking, no, 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 I don't want that. I don't want the hand of man, I want the hand of God. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus.
0: Jesus, have your way! My God, with you all things are possible. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Let's praise and worship today. Hallelujah.
2: God is more than enough. He can supply all my needs. He is my El Shaddai. He always looks out for me. Jehovah Jireh. He is my God. Can we sing that again? My God is more than enough. He can supply all my needs. He is my El Shaddai. He always looks out for me. Jehovah. for me, Jehovah Jireh, He is my God, so why should I worry about the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, when by my mind may know my God is more than enough, He can supply all my needs, He is my El Shaddai.
3: Do what you do today, God. Oh, you can move mountains, God.
2: Hallelujah.
3: We trust you, God. We know we're never alone, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. Yes, Jesus.
2: And he goes before me.
3: Hallelujah, he's also my defender.
2: Defender
3: behind me. Oh, Lord, I'm not going to fear. Hallelujah.
2: I won't fear. Yes, Lord. I'm filled with anointing.
3: Oh, Lord, let my cup overflow today.
2: My cup's overflowing.
3: No weapon can harm me.
2: No weapon
3: can harm me.
2: Yes, Lord. I won't fear.
3: Sing high.
4: Come on, that's it. Come on, this is a moment for you today. Hallelujah. Let the Lord know, tell him, Hallelujah, Jesus. You're always, always, always. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, our purpose is to bring you glory. Our purpose is to magnify you today, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know how you uh, measure services, but thus far to me, it's one of, amen, one of the better days. Our Sunday school class was ministered to today. Amen. By the word, the seed, amen. That God, the season, amen. Amen. The testimony, Brother Steve, about a miracle, the miracle. And then you all wanna I want to emphasize something here. And I'm I'm thankful that you come back up a second time, Brother Steve. Because I believe somebody needs to hear this and see this and feel this today. Because there's miracles here. No, there's miracles here. There's miracles happening. Amen. Sometimes what we've got to do, because the devil just wants us to get satisfied, well, you know, they can take it out or they can fix it. No, no. Sometimes we got to come back and just say, no, no. That's not the miracle. The miracle is God's going to do away. God's going to take come on somebody hear this today amen because we need to know you've got to fight for your miracle you've got to speak it and you've got to let the devil know no no i'm not going to be satisfied with just an operation i'm not going to be satisfied with just medication God said, amen, I've got a miracle and I'm standing on the word of God. I'm standing on the, you hear me, devil? I'm standing, God said, He's gonna make the devil bless you. Woo, hallelujah. Sometimes we just gotta step back and say, oh, wait a minute. I know what the Lord has instilled in me. I know what the Lord has gave me and he's given me the spirit of greater Come on, greater. Tell the devil, greater. I don't have to satisfy with just being, you know, average or ordinary. Greater is he that is in me. I have the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Come on, I have the power of God. Sometimes I just got to bring this flesh under subjection. I've got to submit my flesh to the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thank you for that testimony. Appreciate it. Thank you, you can go back to your seats, grab your Bible today And I'm going to tell you right out of the gate Me and Brother Derek, we did not converse about messages But uh, he chose what he chose And I'm just going to tell you the truth I pinned this out yesterday Or I pinned out yesterday the message And this morning I got up uh, This morning and the Lord changed it so I ran down stairs and, amen, drank my coffee, asked the Lord, you sure? And then i uh, thankful that he confirms a few things today. Matthew chapter 16, thank you for being here, amen, and you know, as ministry, uh, times like this, people gone and, you know, spring break and holidays and... Lord, are we going to have anybody show up today? And there's always the hardcore, I mean, the post office kind, rain, sleet, or snow. Nothing's going to stop me from making it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Matthew chapter 16, and I just want to say how proud I am of the ministry here. I uh, mean, the Lord's just just blessing and you know, Wednesday night, Brother Chad did a great job. This morning, Amen. Our Sunday school class was blessed today, Amen. Just some things happen. I appreciate that. I really do. I want to. I don't say that very often, but you know, I personally don't call people in the ministry, but when the people step into the ministry and God begins to show and God begins to bless, uh, that's just a benefit, that's just a blessing, that's just a benefit amen, that we glean from that. So uh, keep praying, keep praying for ministry. Matthew chapter 16, we're going to read verses 1 through 4. Look at your neighbor and say, don't get offended. It's the Word of God. Matthew 16, verse 1, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees. Somebody say them people. Came and tempting desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. Oh, my Lord. He answered and said unto them, when it is evening, you say, it shall be fair weather. For the sky is red. Look what he's doing here. He's talking even a little bit about nature, brother. He's been showing us. And in the morning it, is, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites. You can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. Remember what I said. You said it. Verse 4, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And there shall be no sign given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. He left them and departed. Well, thank you, Lord, for not explaining that. Amen. Looking at verse number three, I just really want the Lord has laid upon my heart. But But can you discern the signs of the times? I just want to preach this morning what the Lord woke me up with, looking ahead. Somebody shout, "Looking ahead, Amen, Amen." Thank you. You can be seated. Let me uh, first talk about Palm Sunday, and it's with it's a just with this simple meaning what, what Palm Sunday is about. I I, I don't want to get I don't want to overlook that here today because we're celebrating Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is a it's a Christian it's a Christian thing, uh, and it's listen to me it's called a movable feast. And movable, amen. That it falls on the Sunday before Easter, and we know Easter sometimes comes quickly, like this year, quickly, quickly. It's movable. Easter moves, so that's why. Hence, the movable. It's <clears throat> to commemorate Jesus's triumphal entry into the holy city of Jerusalem. Remember, amen. He had them go get the donkey and get the get the colt and and say, Hey, listen, you tell the owner that. Uh, the master has need of it, and made preparation, rode into the city. Uh, they begin to throw their clothing down. They begin to break off branches and put palm leaves down. Amen. I they begin to cry out, Hosanna, which uh, Brother Ty was talking about earlier. And so it was coming into this holy city that he comes in. And so Palm Sunday marks the first day of what is called the Holy Week. Which is the last week of the solemn season, and you heard about seasons uh, of Lent. It's the last week of the solemn season of Lent that precedes Easter tide. Now, a lot of people don't know that's where we get uh, the Easter part from. Amen. Which is simply the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. Notice I say it's the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, and not the celebration of His death. Come on, we're not focusing Easter coming up. We're not to focus on his death. We're to focus on his resurrection. Come on, he's still alive. Amen. And in this, and just to make a long story short, in this, customs that have evolved over the years is what is known as sunrise services uh, because of the timing. Uh, decorating of eggs because the eggs are symbolic of an empty tomb. Uh, egg hunting, amen, looking for, amen, the one that was resurrected. Easter lilies, you know, we uh, decorate and have the decor of Easter lilies in the church because it's symbolic of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The way they bloom and the way they spring forth. Uh, Today, I want to focus on, amen, I want us to focus on and ask, amen, what Jesus did because what Jesus did, he was looking ahead even in this time that he made preparation to enter into Jerusalem, Jesus was looking ahead. And I want to point out some things that I feel like the Lord showed me this morning. And one of those is, uh, as Jesus was preparing to go into Jerusalem, uh, amen, I don't know, I believe that he knew that there was going to be a great celebration. Uh, amen, there was a, a lot of folks there. The Bible said there was a multitude of folks there, a multitude of disciples. Uh, they were doing things, uh, throwing their clothes down. Some even say, some commented, say that they didn't throw their clothes down for the donkey to walk on but they were lining the sides of the streets with their clothing as decorations. Whatever the reason was they were in celebration of Jesus coming in because they thought he was the king of kings. They thought he was the Messiah. Now get this because it's important to understand. We can come to church this is what the Lord showed me. We can come to church and believe But believing is not just enough. We can put on the dog. We can decorate. We can throw the palms down. Come on, we can worship. We can celebrate. Amen. But guess what? It takes more than that because Jesus, when he was looking ahead and making preparation, he knew that they were going to be celebrating, but he also knew within five days he was going to die. They were going to turn on him. How many people's turned on the church? That I means people's turned on God because when you turn on the church you turn on God. God loves the church. He gave his life. He made, come on, he died for the church. The church is a body of believers. He died for us and we've got to remember amen, no matter what we're going through no matter what season we're in we've got to understand and look ahead. There may be people that turn against you but you've got to be able to see ahead. His focus was on going to the cross. His focus was on enduring suffering. Think about it. Come on, church, we've got to realize, people of God, we've got to know there's a time, there's a season that we're going to go through things. We're going to suffer. Come on, people are going to talk about you. People are going to say things about you, but you've got to look farther ahead. You've got to let the Spirit in you let you know. It's not about the here and now. One of these days, I'm going to get to walk the streets of gold. One of these days, I'm going to get to be with Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus was always under attack by them religious guys. I think Brother Derek said it today. There's other religious folks that have pointed you on how you dress, how you live your life, how you talk so much about the Lord, how everything, Come on, I've had this said to me, how everything that's said is equated to something in the scripture. That's the way it should be. But we know he was always under attack by those that was constantly, by the religious leaders of his day. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and those scribes, sometimes they just, things are, you know, sometimes people just don't understand. Now, the Pharisees, just so you know, were the spiritual leaders of the day. The Sadducees, they were the political leaders of the day. We still have the same combative spirits in our world today. Traditionally, they didn't get along. Traditionally, they opposed each other. But every once in a while, they would come together to try to trick the Lord, to to throw hard questions at him, to try to say things to him, to get him to say something so he would blaspheme. So he would talk about the government. Are you listening out there? Come on. That's exactly what was going on. But they were united for a purpose of, of, of humiliating the Lord. Now, here I just wrote down some things. They asked questions about marriage and divorce. They asked questions about taxes. These are all important to us. They ask about the greatest commandment. They ask about demonic activity. They ask about inheriting eternal life. That's kind of hard to believe, but they did. They ask about the resurrection. Scripture for every one of these. They ask about adultery. Come on. Jesus just tells this religious group, amen, these political leaders about this adulterous generation. Let me tell you something. I don't want to be categorized as somebody that's unfaithful to the Lord. Come on. We may have relationship problems, Come on, we may have issues with friendships because everybody has a friend. I tell a friend, guess what? That friend has a friend, and then that friend has a friend, and then the next thing you know, everybody heard about it. Well, if I'm lying, some of you is hoping. (laughs) Think about it. Everything was to entrap the words of Jesus did you hear the testimony today? Yellow showed up. Well, here's your miracle, ain't it? Look at that glowing miracle. Jaundice. Come on. God give you a word, you better believe the devil's gonna steal every voc- every part of the vocabulary of what's been spoken to you. The devil, listen, the devil hasn't changed one bit. We're the ones that's got to be smarter, we've got to be wiser we've got to learn how to discern and understand how we do that by looking ahead remember the garden I keep referring to it Uh, amen but the devil told you're not going to die the devil's telling people today you're all right. you're not going to die amen and all the while it's a lie from hell amen to get people to be satisfied where they're at in God and God says listen you've got to look ahead you've got to get past the celebration you've got to get past the pomp and circumstance he did The like Derek said today we get on the mountaintop man, woo! You know, we even tell the devil bring it on baby cause I can handle it and when we're in a valley we're hiding behind the shrubs we get so down so low I ain't gonna lie to you There's times I get so depressed and get so bothered I don't even want to answer the phone. Oh, God. Especially with caller ID. Oh, Lord. I wonder what they're going to be crapping about. I wonder what's wrong now. You're laughing. You must have family the same way. You must have, come on, you must have somebody in your life that does the same thing. You could be on the mountaintop, and guess what? You're going to get the call, and next thing you know, hey amen, you're going to feel like you're halfway down toward the valley. See what the devil's doing? See what's going on? See what's it? What, shut up! Get behind me, Satan! I'm thinking about Jesus right now. I'm thinking about miracles right now. I'm thinking about recovery right now. I'm thinking about doing something great for God right now. I don't want to be, come on, I don't want to be discouraged. I got to look ahead. Come on, church, we got to look ahead. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail. So stop letting those voices in your head Luke, let me show you. Luke 11, 52, 53, and 54. Look, smart people. Woe unto you, smart smart people. Really? For you have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in... Are you getting this advice? I think it was said earlier. You get some outside advice, you better shut that spigot off. I said, you better shut that spigot off. Somebody trying to give you advice outside the church. Come on, that's why some of you need to call the ministry, amen, about some decision. Call the ministry about things going on in your life. Come on, quit talking about pastoring uh, and let bishop and, and pastor team pastor you and start acting like it and speaking it and showing the adversary that you have a man of God in your life. That's why some of us are suffering because we think we've got it under control because people think they know what's going on. Well, they seem smart. Next, as he said these things unto them, here they are, them old scribes and them religious folks begin to urge him vehemently, not just, I mean, I'm I'm not talking about passive aggressive, I mean aggressive, and to provoke him to speak of many things it is laying wait for him and seeking to catch something out of his mouth guilty come on get off facebook cuz you're showing yourself to be guilty You're saying things, amen, and letting the devil know, amen, that he's got your ear. Stop posting things that's not promoting, amen, a godly, a Christly lifestyle. Stop attacking other people. Stop commenting about things because people want, the devil wants your mouth. They want people to hear something, see something so they can use it against you. Come on, that's the religious world. That's the cold state out there. Woo, Jesus. Is that in my notes? No, it wasn't. Listen, we've got to stop allowing the adversary to steal our victories. The victory, listen to me, the victories have been spoken, the miracles are given. Come on. You don't understand? No, they've been assigned to you because you're going through it. You're battling it for a reason. That means that there, guess what? If you're going through the battle, that means you've got to get to the victory. If you're going through it, then you've got to understand there's a miracle in it. That's why the Lord's trying to wake us up and let us know. Because there's all these religious folks trying to trip you up. And you know me, I like to make the devil mad. I play right into their stuff. Thank you, Brother Derek, for pointing that out today. Folks mad at the bishop for what he preaches and what he says. You back row people. Yeah, I told Alyssa's mom she can repent. Amen. No, listen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. What is it? What is it? When Jesus went through Palm Sunday, when he he began. Now, you got to understand there's a bigger picture here. I'm not going to spend all the time. But on the day that we're celebrating today, guess what? When Jesus began to write in, you know what was taking place? Because back in Exodus, guess what was told? Before... Before the Passover, you took the Paschal lamb and you set it aside. this day, amen, Jesus was set aside. And while he's seen all the celebration going on, he knew the end from the beginning. He knew what he had to face. He knew where he was headed. Oh, somebody hear me today. He knew exactly where he was headed. I want you to know something young people. When you really get into this, uh, guess what? Uh, You've got to look beyond uh, what's going on now. Because right now, it may seem like everybody's happy. Everybody's doing the right thing. Uh, Amen. But the time's going to come when you're going to stay alone and you've got to suffer you might be in a crowd but you're alone I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way but there's many times I've been in a crowd and feel like nobody else is there but me because I get in that oh God I'm going Jesus me kind of like the old prophet Old Testament prophet I'm the only one left God said, shut up, get out there. There's 7,000 who had not bowed yet. (laughs) You talk about some spiritual discernment. Come on. The Lord let them know. He said, listen, we can can pinpoint a lot of things. We can tell the weather. We can tell a lot of things. He said, and we ought to be able to understand. And you know what sign he gave them? Watch this. This is going to make some people mad. He said it comes from the preaching. That's the sign. What did he say Jonas for? Because Jonas was given a message to preach to Nineveh that Jonah didn't want to preach. That's why he ran and was in the, in the belly of the whale, belly of the fish. Come on, think about it. He had a message for Nineveh to repent. He didn't want to preach that It didn't sit well with him. Come on, that's why ministry today has got to understand. Amen, it comes by an anointing. There's all kinds of things in the book. There's all kinds of stories we can talk about. But what matters is what does God want me to hear right now? And what God wants this church to hear right now, it's not the past. It's not the present. He wants us to look ahead. Because if we keep our focus on what's ahead, then guess what? We can see our family saved. We can see our family delivered. We can see things really changing our life. Amen, because we've got our eyes on the prize. Everybody's looking for a sign. He says the wicked, the adulterous, yeah. Usually the most critical people are the ones who are not here today. And I'm not talking about those on vacation or those that's legitimately gone. I'm talking about those that can't be at church because, well, I just got an issue. I got a problem. There's more armchair preachers than there are pulpit preachers, I guarantee you. Come on. Everybody knows better. But he said a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. Well, I hope you're not one of them. I hope we're not one of them Always got to have me a sign Well I'll tell you what your sign is <laughs> Because he said no sign was given to them But here's what Jesus said He said the sign of Jonah Was to be To first preach And preach about judgment Well, I wish Bishop would talk a little nicer And quit talking about stuff Because it make me nervous Well it ain't Bishop It's the Lord making you nervous you hear me? It's the Lord. And in some cases, guess what? He don't mind you being a little nervous because it might get you back on track. It might make you make you actually stop and think about some things. That's his purpose. Because if you look what happened to Jonah, I'll just jump right into the best part. You look what happened to Jonah, he gets back because he realized, man, I've gone through hell. He gets back on track and what does he do? He preached and one of the greatest revivals, uh, guess what? poured out on the people. Wouldn't it happen? Wouldn't it happen in today's ministry? Well, I can't go back now. I can't go back now. I can't go back. I can't say those. I can't do that. I can't. No, listen. Oh, yes, you can. You hear the Lord. Because his message was assigned to an adulterous what? A a group of people that wasn't faithful. They've lost their faithfulness. They were unfaithful. They, They quit taking to heart their vows to God. Then it was judgment to come. But here Jesus says, in in this passage of Scripture, he's telling them the sign of his death, the sign of his resurrection. This is always looking forward. He's always looking forward. He said, here's the sign that you need to hear about, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I'm not going to give you a sign you're going to have to hear the preacher because there's going to be a Jonah come and he's going to preach and guess what it's going to feel like judgment for a minute but you've got to understand amen you didn't kill me amen you didn't destroy me he said I I want you to know I gave up the ghost I gave up my life I submitted myself I was looking ahead while you all was celebrating Come on, somebody tell the devil right now. Come on, you may not see it. You may not see it, but guess what? You've got to look ahead. You've got to see down the road the bigger picture. God, it's already been said today, and I thank God for him confirming it. It's already been said. It's you. Amen. It's your testimony. It's your life. It's your season. Amen. When you get out there among people, amen, that you've got to take to heart, and you've got to look ahead, and everything you say, everything you do, do it's got to be about getting uh, amen to the death and the burial and the resurrection Uh, amen guess what Jesus died for your sins he was buried but guess what in a watery grave we're buried but he rose again All that's done now death is done resurrection is done what's left be ready because he said I'm coming again Come to the music. I feel like there's somebody here, amen, that needs and wants to be baptized. I believe there's somebody here really wants the Holy Ghost. And don't mind allowing the evidence of speaking in tongues. These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out Come on, it's a daily job for me casting out. It's a daily effort. They shall speak with new tongues. Come on, because it takes the Spirit to give the utterance. When Jesus prepared to go to Jerusalem, he knew there was going to be a short-lived celebration. You hear the preacher today because it's the word of the Lord. Don't let our short lived little celebration of. Don't let us start hindering time away from church, time away from prayer, busyness. Got to take care of my house, got to mow my yard, got to take care of some business. Every little thing that can creep in. You hear me? Look around. Everything that can creep in in people's lives will begin to creep in, and we've got to make sure we prioritize by looking ahead. Jesus, man, he could have swelled up like a—I mean, he could have swelled up. Look at all this. One of the lowliest kind of pomp and circumstance that you could get. He didn't have no nice chariots bringing him into Jerusalem, the holy city, a holy God into a holy city. He didn't have that. He didn't have the long-winded trumpet sound. I mean, here he comes. He didn't have none of that. But what he did have for a moment, watch, was people that seemingly understood who he was. But then a few days later, got caught up in the rhetoric in those that got in their lives and begin to work them up let barabbas go crucify christ let barabbas go and it's one of the saddest states of affair for humanity on one hand because the pe- the people could have said just Crucify him. But they said, crucify him because Pilate washed his hands. I don't find no fault. And they said, let his blood be upon us. If those parents really knew what they were saying, I promise you they wouldn't have said it. If some of you realize how real hell is, you wouldn't be living your life right now the way you are in front of your kids. Come on, around your grandkids. If we really believed, if we really understood what it was all about, if we can look far enough ahead to know there's really a hell. Come on, we know there's a heaven. We believe in a heaven. Amen. But we've got to know there's a hell. And we've got to know there's something that I don't want to be a part of. And I've got to do everything I can in my power, amen, to get the word out to people and let them know that's the preaching of Jonah. Amen. That's what Jesus says. The ministry going to step forward like Jonah. 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 Amen. And it's going to pronounce judgment. We've got to repent. Judgment means I've got to fall on my face and realize I need God. Stand with me. Come on. Just a few short days those sign chasers would turn on him. Church, We we must. We must keep focused on the coming of the Lord. Come on, would you bow your head, close your eyes, just if you want to meditate, you want to talk to the Lord, just whatever. Come on, somebody standing next to you could be a sign chaser waiting for something, 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 something. And the preacher's saying, listen. Jonah's saying, listen. His death is done. His resurrection is done. He's preparing and looking for to being together. Paul let them know in First Thessalonians 4, Verse 13, now listen to me. Just come on, keep praying. Stay focused. Stay focused on your prayer. Stay focused. He said, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, them which are dead, that you saw or not, even as others which have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which have passed on. <laughs> I love this part, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. He entered into Jerusalem. All the shouting and all the, we call it triumphant entry. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout of the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ. Are you getting this today, friend? Come on, die out in your flesh to the Lord. There's a watery grave right there. It will bury you, all your sins. Come on, that's what baptism's for, remission of your sins. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is to indwell in you because that's what's going to quicken your body to raise you up, to call you out. You've got to have that same spirit. That's what lifted Jesus up. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. We call that the rapture. Together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Come on, somebody pray for somebody right now. Come on, whoever falls upon your heart. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I hope these words are comforting today because I'm looking forward. I'm looking ahead. Come on. The Lord wants you to realize, come on, look ahead. He had to look ahead beyond the celebration and realize by looking ahead there's suffering. Come on, look ahead and know there's a price to pay. Come on, and make it a commitment to the Lord. But know that, there, that price that you pay now is eternal Forever be with the Lord Come on forever be forever be with the Lord No more pain, no more sorrow, no more suffering Come on all the bad things Jesus looked beyond all that, that he had to suffer on the cross for you I can do this for you. And all he's doing is calling you. He answered the call, friend. He answered the call for you. Will you answer the call back? And say, I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready. I want the Holy Ghost more than my next breath. Come on, somebody get that attitude. I want the Holy Ghost more than my next breath. Preacher, I've got to have my sins remitted. This weight is heavy. Come on, if you're listening today, listen. Contact us. Let us know. Hey, I'm ready, preacher. I did be baptized in Jesus' name. That's the power to remit my sins. It was His blood. I don't want to just. I don't want to just go next week and amen and just celebrate Easter. It's done. It's done. He's fulfilled it now. Be ready. Be prepared. Look ahead because He's coming. Come on, this altar's open. Would you come and pray? Would you come and seek the Lord? Would you come and ask for forgiveness? Come on. Would you come and ask for deliverance? come on he knew he knew what he was facing while they begin to play and sing for just a few moments I I just want if you'll gather if you'll pray come on earnest you see the thing that got Jesus to focus ahead and look beyond the circumstances he spent some time in the garden to pray Not my will, but thy will be done. I submit myself for this purpose. Know you not that your body is the temple for the Holy Ghost? Come on, it's not to adorn it any way you want to adorn it, it's not to do the things to it that you want to do to it. Your body was created for the temple of God's spirit to reconcile you back to him. Come on, somebody hear the preacher today.